Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The sub-judice rule is not a muzzle on press freedom. First word. My subject today is the sub-judice rule in legal systems around the world, including our own. I will not be discussing my family's ongoing dispute with the Bank of the Philippine Islands, BPI, over a strange mortgage agreement with no loan involving our residential property. Regardless of personal outrage over the unwarranted foreclosure of our property and our incredible ejection from our residence, I will defer to the opinion that I should refrain from using my thrice-weekly column in the Times to plead my case before the court and the court of public opinion, because of the now seldom-used sub-judice rule. I have not written more often about the case because of the advice of our legal counsel and the stern demand of close family members that I avoid writing about our ordeal. They collectively believe with certitude that any comment by me on the case might be seen by the presiding judge as disrespectful to her and dispose of her to rule against our interest. Some think that sub-judice is like the hideous muzzle that Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter wore in the movie, The Silence of the Lambs. I believe the opposite, however. I believe the sensitive nature of our case will induce her to be more judicious in making her decision. She will not be prejudged or led either way. A lame duck and irrelevant rule. This hopeful view is reinforced by my astonishing discovery that the sub-judice rule has become irrelevant and lost its fangs in jurisprudence around the world. One state advocate has described it as a lame duck. It is generally held now, by Supreme Courts no less, that sub-judice cannot be used to stifle or bypass freedom of expression or press freedom. To start, let me quote briefly what Wikipedia has to say about the subject. The ever-reliable online reference published this entry on the sub-judice rule. In law, sub-judice, Latin for under a judge, means that a particular case or matter is under trial or being considered by a judge or court. The term may be used synonymously with the present case or the case at bar by some lawyers. In England and Wales, Ireland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, Bangladesh, India, Pakistan, Canada, Sri Lanka, and Israel, it is generally considered inappropriate to comment publicly on cases that are sub-judice, which can be an offense in itself, leading to contempt of court proceedings. This is particularly true in criminal cases, where publicly discussing cases sub-judice may constitute interference with due process. Prior to 1981, the term was correctly used in English law to describe material which would prejudice court proceedings by publication. Sub-judice is now irrelevant to journalists because of the introduction of the Contempt of Court Act of 1981. Under Section 2 of the Act, a substantial risk of serious prejudice can only be created by a media report when proceedings are active. Proceedings become active when there is an arrest, oral charge, issue of a warrant, or a summons. In the United States, there are First Amendment concerns about stifling the right of free speech which prevent such tight restrictions on comment sub-judice. However, state rules of professional conduct governing attorneys often place restrictions on the out-of-court statements an attorney may make regarding an ongoing case. In Kenya, Harry Kalatayan, an advocate of the High Court of Kenya, wrote the following in April 2022. It is important to take cognizance of the fact that the sub-judice clause over the past 20 years has lost much of its effect and is basically disregarded. Even those who believe that the offense should exist see it as a lame duck rule which has not been enforced for years. The right of the public to freedom of information and freedom of expression must be respected even in reports on criminal proceedings. 
the global trend is towards favoring the value of freedom of information. Information that inherently must remain confidential can be legally restricted and classified, but an attempt to keep such information in the dark for long periods of time will fail. The confidence of the public in the judiciary will not be built on restraints on publication and censorship in the courtroom but on public involvement and access to the courtroom alongside professional and reasoned decisions by investigative authorities, prosecutors and judges, and their ability to withstand public scrutiny over time. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Philippine jurisprudence. Here in the Philippines, the application of the sub rule has been uneven and inconsistent. In GR 05956, on February 2, 2014, the Supreme Court issued a ruling on a petition for respondents to be cited for contempt of court. In ruling on the petition, the High Court discussed briefly the application of the sub-judice rule in the case. It said, The sub-judice rule restricts comments and disclosures pertaining to the judicial proceedings in order to avoid prejudging the issue, influencing the court, or obstructing the administration of justice. A violation of this rule may render one liable for indirect contempt under SEC. 3D, Rule 71 of the Rules of Court. 4 which reads. The proceedings for punishment of indirect contempt are criminal in nature. For a comment to be considered as contempt of court it must really appear that such does impede, interfere with, and embarrass the administration of justice. What is, thus, sought to be protected is the all-important duty of the court to administer justice in the decision of a pending case. A public utterance or publication is not to be denied the constitutional protection of freedom of speech and press merely because it concerns a judicial proceeding still pending in the courts, upon the theory that in such a case, it must necessarily tend to obstruct the orderly and fair administration of justice. By no stretch of the imagination could the respondent's comments pose a serious and imminent threat to the administration of justice. Freedom of public comment should, in borderline instances, weigh heavily against a possible tendency to influence pending cases. The power to punish for contempt, being drastic and extraordinary in its nature, should not be resorted to unless necessary in the interest of justice. In the present case, such necessity is wanting. The petition is dismissed. The Asian Pacific Law and Policy Journal, Volume 22, published a lengthy study of the sub-judice rule in the Philippine legal system entitled The Sub-Judice Rule as an Interference in the Right of Freedom of Expression, by Juan Paulo Artiaga, a Filipino lawyer and graduate student on public policy in Singapore. He wrote, Recent political controversies in the Philippines have pitted the right to the freedom of expression against the sub rule, a judicial sanction against public comments and disclosures of cases under litigation. These invocations of the rule have improperly reduced its meaning and disregarded its historical nuance. Recent implementations of the sub rule have also improvidently broadened the rule's scope and effects to the detriment of constitutionally protected liberties. The current application of the sub rule has improperly disregarded its original conception as a protection of the right to the presumption of innocence of the accused in criminal cases. Instead, 
Philippine jurisprudence has deviated to focus on the interests of the judicial process, irrespective of whether there is a reasonable threat or interference with judicial integrity. This treatment has conflated the rights and interests that the rule implicates and affected a blanket censure that fails to consider the value of public discussion and democratic debate. The sub judice rule, as presently understood, must be revisited and reformed. New test for sub judice In South Africa, public policy has moved towards stricter scrutiny of claims of a breach of the sub judice rule. On October 14, 2022, Jeffrey Alsop reported on a new test for sub judice in South Africa. The sub judice rule is often used by politicians and government officials as a legal justification for their refusal to answer difficult questions in Parliament and in public. It has also been relied upon by private people and by Parliament, with increasing frequency, to block or stifle debates about important issues. Fortunately, the Supreme Court of Appeal created a new test for sub judice in 2007, which is far more consistent with the right to freedom of expression. The new test says the sub judice rule will only be breached when publishing information or statements about an ongoing or pending case creates a real risk that demonstrable and substantial prejudice will be caused to the administration of justice. Even when this can be shown, the sub judice rule will not necessarily have been breached. This is because it is also necessary to show that the harm that the publication of the information has caused to the administration of justice is greater than the harm that would be caused by limiting the free flow of information and ideas. In practice, this new test for sub judice means that very few publications of information or statements breach the sub judice rule. Yenobserver at gmail.com ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com <laughs>